Plato's allegory of the cave detailed an escape from the pit of darkness, slowly but surely rising up into the light. I remember seeing a meme one time that depicted this very scene. Within that meme was a few people who were stuck in a cave, and as they moved along up out of the cave, there were various fake news networks on the walls of the cave. As they moved out of the cave, the light grew brighter and the fake news networks disappeared. You see, this cave escape is in tandem with the swamp draining occurring. This is, more than likely by now, affecting not just politics, but all aspects of life. I've said it to Klaus before, and I will say it again. The swamp is deep. We've lived in a world devoid of justice, but if you look closely enough, things are happening. It's not just be- it's just not being broadcast through the quote-unquote normal channels. If your name was Hillary Clinton or you were friends with her, you could literally get away with anything, even murder. Don't believe me? There's a list of people who just so happen to cross her path and they just so happen to wind up dead. There was a website out there entitled The Clinton Body Count, but I'm not sure it's still out there. Anyway, things are getting weird and will continue to get weirder because nothing like this has ever happened before. Brad Pitt and Joaquin Phoenix accepted awards the other day for Oscars and used their platform to moan about the Senate and taking milk from cows to put in our cereal. Set against the backdrop of the Weinstein and Epstein child sex trafficking revelations, this is quite arbitrary. I viewed their speeches on Twitter and those boys were shook. (laughs) You see these people know what's coming. Their ratings fell another 20%, which means more people have stopped paying attention to them because they're part of the same sick club, that one George Carlin spoke of that we're not in. The things coming will will be world-shattering. Klaus and I have our popcorn ready for the main event. Do you? Mm. I love the Plato's The Cave. I have not read that in so long. (laughs) And yeah, I didn't understand what (laughs) was going on with their speeches. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Hi, welcome to the LTR podcast. I'm Klaus Grove, and I'm here with... Eddie Dyson, a.k.a. Payback Eddie, on the Twitter sphere. <laughs> Twitter sphere, is that what the kids are calling it these days? <laughs> that's uh, that's a new lingo out there, yeah. The trendy lingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I came across our speeches um, on Twitter, and I mean, I guess Joaquin's was maybe a little bit longer than Brad Pitt's. Brad Pitt's, it was like one main comment, but Joaquin went on for probably, I don't know, five or six minutes. And it was a lot of the leftist talking points with, um, I think it might be climate change and yeah, taking cows from their mothers and I don't know, using their milk and cereal. And it's like, I don't know, against everything else that's going on and what's happening, uh, it just seems very minute, so to speak. <laughs> um, and and honestly, I mean, Joaquin, he looked petrified. And like, you know, being as, as therapists, I think we're pretty good with picking up on body language mm. and um, uh, that kind of thing. And he, it looked like he was actually like shaking a little bit. So that was interesting. really interesting. I think I'm um, I'm looking it up right now to con- try to confirm it, but I remember reading an article about um, his parents being actually in a cult before that, hmm. and basically they used both their their not the both their their children as almost like I don't want to say sex workers, but like they would use them as basically slave labor if in in a sense where they 
had one son become an actor early on while Joaquin was almost working like a, a street corner becoming like a street reformer and when I say slavery I'm using it as a very harsh term but it's still the fact that they're using their children to make money for them which they put into the cult but I gotta gotta check my facts before I make that statement a fact interesting I hadn't heard that but I would not be surprised honestly um, it seems like a lot of these people the more you look into it are kind of like put into certain positions and then when they get on stage and you know they've created a pl- platform for themselves over the years um, or they've been helped to a platform they can then use something like you know the Oscars or Golden Globes as a way to um, just like spew their nonsense really um, so I wouldn't be surprised by any of that kind of stuff with uh, his parents honestly <laughs> yeah I just found it they were in the cult children of God okay um, it almost sounds like a like a, a foe or fox uh, metal band <laughs> But if yeah. if I remember Children of God, they I thought they used child labor or they had they had something to do with with child labor. Do you, I'm not sure if you're too familiar with it, but I'm looking them up right now. That just makes you think of that guy John of God that I've told you about before. And it's like I wonder if he's connected into all that. <laughs> it's possible. Um let's see. Founder, just looking it up, it's called The Family International now, is a cult, which this is off of Wikipedia, which was founded in Huntington Beach. Um, basically, they were founded by David Berg. Their other names have been Teams for Christ, The Children of God, The Family of Love, The Family, which <laughs> it sounds super duper creepy. Um, the fact that um, he comes from this is probably, you know, he probably has a lot, a lot of childhood trauma, which also probably ha- basically gives him a good reason to be an, a- an actor and why he's been able to act so well. Mm-hmm. But it can also maybe explain, you know, why he's afraid to use uh, milk for his cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... And, you know, with all this stuff, too, like, we've talked about it before off, uh, like, off recording or whatever. Um, it's made it more difficult for me to just, like, sit down and watch a movie or TV show. I don't know if, like, you've been having that feeling also with all these entertainers coming out and just spewing the bullshit. I think it has. Some I'm able to look past because I... I've always valued movies as entertainment, um, but there's some that I just can't absolutely not stand. I think Brie Larson's definitely one of them. I still have yet to see Captain America or Captain uh, Marvel. And okay. I forgot I, what she said. I mean, she's just anti-man all, oh. all the way around. I don't. I mean, uber feminist. Very uber feminist. Um, they were talking about putting her in Star Wars, and I was like, I'm. My beloved franchise is going to be gone, but Star Wars has its own issues. Yeah. But yeah, the they're just the fact that these people plug themselves in to political platform. Like I think Ricky Gervais basically called them out perfectly. I know it's been a while, but 
just the fact that these people aren't incredibly educated in that sense and they're willing to spew their venom to you know people who look up to them like kids or even some people aspiring to be actors or whatever they are a public figurehead and they when i say spew they're you know they're letting out their own political agendas but i don't think that's the place to do it and sure. on top of that um you know what I, on top of that i think it's more importantly the fact that they put put their own agendas into the characters they're starting to play and that's where i kind of like draw the line and mm-hmm. um, i think the latest one has been uh, <laughs> birds of prey not so much maybe putting that um ca- characterization into it but the fact that it's you know basically ghostbusters 2016 reboot sequel where it's all all women um the marketing was not that great very anti-man very um talking about how men are just all misogynistic pigs Mm. you know the 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 usual (laughs) at this point it's just basically the usual (laughs) the usual nonsense fucking sucks but yeah it definitely has affected the way i view movies what movies i view i've still yet to see um quentin tarantino's newest film with brad pitt don't know if i will i mean i might eventually is that um once upon a time in hollywood i like to refer to it as uh once a time (laughs) once upon a time in pedo wood (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I didn't see that either. I mean, I, it kind of gets into what we've talked about before, where um, the lines, they're not even blurred anymore. There's just like, they're gone. Yeah. They, right? they, like, there's no lines anymore. Well, they hit the lines just like they hit the children in the Super Bowl, you know, into <laughs> yeah. the cages when no one really recognized it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did, I forgot if we talked about that before. We didn't talk about it, but we you, you uh, sent me some links to it, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even watching it. I was, like, making, like, chili with my dad and eating Mm -hmm. some chili. But it was the funny, the fact that, like, yeah, my daughter, J-Lo's daughter just pops out of a cage, like, I'm free. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I know. I know. For me, like, they're not even hiding hiding it anymore. And, uh, I I mean, I had texted you, too. Like, there's stuff out there that... Things like the Super Bowl, like major, like yeah. human trafficking operations going on in like hotels around it. And, the sad um, part is though, it's like it's been going on forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's the biggest sex slave like trade of the year, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. and has been for some time, and no one does anything about it. Yeah. Well, there was stuff out there that the white hats were like getting intel on stuff that was going on there. So, um, you know, I really hope that was happening and they were kind of getting stuff on people so they can start rounding them up sooner than later. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, justice moves very slow. As I said in my intro, we've, we've lived in this world that there's been like no justice and, um, you know, talk about the swamp draining and like people are getting, I get it. People are getting like, impatient and frustrated with um maybe you know like high profile individuals not getting like indicted or arrested yet it's just it's taking a long time because it's just there's been so much corruption out there and um so 
hopefully anyone out there listening just try and be patient a little bit more um i think we're getting closer to things starting to happen um but like i said it's not going to come through the the quote-unquote normal channels that's the thing like even when i see like i hear a lot about the human trafficking arrests and like pedophile rings being like broken up and it's like it'll only hit the local news like it won't go to the the fake you know fake national news or whatever right um, so that's kind of how they like isolate it or make it not as uh, not as visible in a mm-hmm. way um, to the point where it's like if you really want to know about the stuff, you have to really like research and look into it. Unfortunately, yeah, and that's that's the I think that's the sad part. Um, my sister in school was doing a report uh, about basically like one of the wealthier counties in california um orange county and Mm -hmm. how they have a large basically sex ring that hasn't been talked about in a a while and it's very hidden and it's it's almost in plain sight from what she was telling me and when Mm -hmm. i tried to look it up i couldn't find much on it but the fact that they're able to buy you know i'd imagine they're super nice houses and you know close Mm -hmm. to the beach and just have basically people tied up and because they're perceived as nice, they're able to put on that front and just hide people. I've heard of that actually too. One one of the one of the clients that I had was work, when I was working as a trainee was telling me that that was going on in like certain in like beach houses where they had people like in the basement or or maybe not the basement, but. Um, in certain areas of their houses that were like tied up or chained up and yeah so, I mean I've so I've I've definitely um, heard of that before it's wild like, yeah. to think about that it, it happens in places like that mm-hmm. yeah and the fact that I don't know that it doesn't make news you know like you were saying like the fact that like if you google search it or whatever it's i had a, i had a hard time finding anything on it yeah that wasn't i think it was pre 2015 to be honest with you mm-hmm. yeah the really the only way that i hear about that stuff normally is from that one website we're the news or uh this one guy that i watch on youtube um, who's kind of like an obscure dude and he's uh, really into like Q and the Great Awakening and stuff that are, that are happening. Um, he almost like takes it to another level, uh, which sometimes I don't even vibe with. But yeah, I mean, that's the only way that I really like will hear about this kind of stuff. Mm. And it's sad. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if she'd ever like come on and, and on the pod and like talk about stuff. I don't know if you ever <laughs> mentioned that to her. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I have. It'd be interesting to get her um, take on some of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We, I don't think we've even talked about having guests on yet. Yeah. I was going to say, I've been wanting to get one of my friends on, um, but he doesn't, uh, I know he doesn't have a mic. So I like, I'd, I'd probably have to look into like getting another mic or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he definitely sounded interested, and I think it would be cool. Yeah, it'd be interesting to have uh, a third perspective on, on things. Just as, as like a guest once in a while, that'd be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, with that too, uh, I just checked SoundCloud before, and we've had uh, 113 listens, so not too bad. Not too shabby. There we go. <laughs> People are listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you want to switch gears a little bit, we can get into the gun stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, just to touch base, um, Virginia, I don't know where we left off. Um, the The pacing of the nation right now with gun laws has been rapidly moving uh, to catch people up. There's been, uh, in terms of Virginia, it passed the House and now is moving into the Senate. Um, I've heard some Democrats in the Senate might flip in order for them not to pass in the Senate. So that would be some good news. But again, I don't know how likely that it's going to be. Um, Arizona has some gun ban bill submitted. New Hampshire has a magazine ban hearing. Um, almost, it's, it's starting to hit everywhere at this point, you know. Connecticut wants to put a tax on ammunition. Assault weapons ban submitted in Maryland. Um, Alabama is pushing for some red flag laws. All these states that wouldn't have anything to do with gun gun bans are starting to have gun bans, basically, and the Democrats are starting to push it. And it's interesting that Bernie Sanders is starting to push for it, too. And I bring him up because he is pushing for you know more gun legislation when, in fact, Vermont has been very Democrat for a long time, but they've also had open carry and open carry for, I don't even know how long, you know? And the fact that they wants to push it everywhere else is so interesting to me mm-hmm. because he's, he's been in that, I don't know. He's been there probably since the beginning of fucking time. Like since the nation was started in Vermont, <laughs> just some old, feeder of souls you know eater of souls i should say just <laughs> i'm gonna gain power in vermont <laughs> you know like fuck but yeah anyway um he's definitely starting to get get people behind him and he's starting to gain some power where he's at but it's just interesting how places that you didn't think were gonna start initiating gun laws are starting to initiate it and but there is some good news there has been uh almost like a coalition of eight states that has been wanting to kind of put a stop to it. Um, a lot of them are Southern states. Um, I'm trying to find the article real quick on it, but I know the fact that they want to make sure that people are starting to protect their rights is happening. Um, I hope it's not too late. Uh, a lot, a lot of it has been being pushed by Michael Bloomberg and, some organizations that he's been funding and they've basically um shocking (laughs) yeah real shocking (laughs) basically been put he threw 60 million dollars at them and said put put a stop to these guns and now not just him but almost seems like every democratic candidate is now pushing for gun laws which really sucks really 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 sucks yeah i mean they're it seems like they're going all out to um take the guns away from the people um, so they don't have a way to, to defend themselves unless they get firearms uh, illegally, um, which is scary. And, and yeah, I think they're pretty much going all out at this point. I think that they're, this is like their last stand in a way. And 
not just you and I, but more and more people are kind of realizing what's going on, especially after the um, the stuff in Virginia where um, no one was hurt, like nothing bad happened. Um, and it shows that like that we're just normal, rational, sentient human beings and we're not going around freaking, you know, shooting people or doing whatever they think we're going to do. <laughs> and I think that more people are waking up to that fact, honestly, and there's more pushback. Um, and I've even seen it on Twitter with there's more people um, that are actually now like running for uh, Congress, um, especially in places like New York and California. And they're actually like, um, I would say like MAGA or, you know, pro pro American people, um, who are just realizing how radical these leftists are, especially in like the deep blue States. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're, you know, we're pushing back in a way. And, um, I mean, that's really, that's really nice. That's I mean, it's great for, for uh, me to see that like actually happening, like manifesting in real life, <laughs> and I think that's what's been happening with the um, Democratic Party for so long, or even just leftists in general, is the fact that it starts almost like at a sub atomic level, where you know they become mayor of a city or a town, mm -hmm. and then from there they gain more power and go for you know. Mm -hmm. Congress or whatever they're going for and then from there they go up even higher and it's the fact that it starts very small even just becoming a councilman yeah making changes in that area making changes in, in county then making changes in regions and then states yeah and that's it seems like that's been happening and I almost want to say that uh, conservatives have, were probably getting lazy with that and letting people kind of take control and I'm glad that things are starting to make changes because I think it does happen at a subatomic level where, yeah. you know, people like near you or you and I can start running for, you know, councilman of the local or, you know, mm -hmm. just basically local, local is where it starts and that's where you start gaining power. And then from there you move up because if, if, the left starts controlling everything at a lo local level. They'll just fix elections like they have been for, I mean, God knows how long. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say decades at this point. And um, they probably keep people in power. And but until we start getting, you know, local officials to actually gain power and keep it more balanced, then elections won't be fair. Until we do that, I don't think they'll be fair. Yeah, I mean, with that too, I remember seeing. Uh, I, I remember seeing online uh, there was an interview with someone who was running for, uh, I think, mayor of San Francisco. And she was MAGA, pro-Trump. Mm. And um, she put together like a nice little campaign. Like I saw some of her stuff on Twitter, too. And kind of this speaks to what you were just talking about, where, mm -hmm. um, you know, a place like San Francisco, where it's like deep blue, right? Like hardcore radical left Democrats. Yeah. And they have. Well, at this point, they're deep brown with all the shit they're in. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, well, kind of like what you're saying, whether it's um, city council or state assembly, or not state assembly, city council. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of these other things that they have, but more like local positions. Mm-hmm. And so they they manage to basically in that area get everyone uh, on board with the the radical left agenda. And so once they found out about this woman, um, they started or quote unquote people, random people started bullying, bullying her, harassing her, um, saying she was racist and bigoted and all this stuff. And she's like an, she's an Asian American. And she was like kind of like, what are you guys talking about? And she was essentially saying that she was being threatened. And um, and then she put like a billboard up at one point that was showing the corruption of the current mayor. Um, and she, I think it was like taken down within a day or two or something. Mm. And so it's like, you know, if, if you're, if you're someone who's trying to be different or be like more conservative um, in one of these places, you basically get threatened and told and like silenced in a way uh, i know that she kept fighting and like she didn't let all that stuff get to her but that's kind of what we're like a lot of us are up against at this point mm-hmm. um and and it's you know it speaks to what we've talked about before where it's not you know we're not fighting each other like freaking antifa like with baseball bats and um acid milkshakes or whatever like we're actually <laughs> <Cement> tr- milkshakes <laughs> we're actually trying to get through to people with the things that we say and like and we're not we're not just trying to fight people really yeah i mean like you said it it showed up in the thousands upon thousands of people who showed up at virginia peacefully protested and you know stood there i'm gonna say stand stood their ground in terms of representing people who believe in the second amendment because mm-hmm. i i'm starting to believe that if the second amendment falls the entire bill of rights will fall mm-hmm. right behind it as soon as they start controlling and take control or even abolish the second amendment our right to free speech will fall mm-hmm. you know yeah all right you know every every everything will fall there will be no rights we won't have rights mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean i've i've thought that a lot recently too that yeah, if the right to arm ourselves goes, then it's almost like game over for the deep state. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to say with that, too, uh, I just thought it was an interesting real-life experience uh, recently where it kind of came up like what we were talking about on the podcast. I think the last time we had it, last time we did a podcast Mm -hmm. um, where we were talking about uh, almost like having like shooting guns as an outlet um, for people to, uh, I guess to utilize like self care in a way to Mm -hmm. let go of that rage or frustration or anger. And um, I just thought it was interesting that, it came up in uh, real life for me in the uh, the past week or so, and um, I was able to, like you said, like stand my ground with it. And I was kind of like, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Like I'm not, I don't, I don't have any bias. I'm not here to judge you. Mm-hmm. And 
So it was cool at the time too, like around other clients, there wasn't really like pushback with it. Too. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like that goes to show like how much the media actually portray one thing and something else is the, the truth is far different than what is actually being portrayed, you know? Yeah. And it sucks that it is that way because people watch the news so much. I mean, I was getting the smog check the other day. And the guy had Fox News going on, you know. Before that, I think it was CNN, but he changed it to Fox News because, hmm. you know, I I guess I looked like a white guy that day, even gotcha. though I'm biracial. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the fact that it's everywhere, you know, and there's they're talking about specific agendas that they have to put on, on television. It's not what is actually being translated to real life. Mm-hmm. And it's in, it's interesting that, you know clients saw it as self-care and being able i don't know what their intentions were but being able to you know use that as an outlet you know whether it's i guess anger management or being able to kind of i guess for me like i'll speak for myself like almost find like some clarity in it and be able to almost like a form of meditation people have said that um about clients have said that about running or lifting weights or actually meditating or doing yoga but from even myself like being able to shoot puts me in kind of like a more meditative state where i'm able to concentrate and i don't have to think about what's going on around me Mm -hmm. sure yeah and i mean you know i've come across this and i'm sure you know um everyone will like everyone's got their own opinions they're there are more clients who are more right-leaning or more left-leaning or more independent. And I think that if in that situation, if there was a client that was a little more leftist, I think it would have maybe gotten into like an argument or conflict kind of thing. And then that's, I guess where I would have stepped in and Mm -hmm. said like, all right, you know, we're getting off topic. Like this isn't a place for political debate kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and I would have brought it back, but, um, it didn't happen in that instance. So, um, that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. It was just interesting, the timing too, because we had been talking about that same thing like a week or two before. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting that clients bring it up too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, people who need the self care and it's interesting that they see that as a form of self-care when, like you said, we were talking about it. It's just, it's a weird coincidence. And I'm, I don't know. I look forward to when I go to the range and can able, able to not only practice my aim, but like shoot targets and get, gain some clarity from it. Sure. Well, with all that being said, uh, do you want to switch to our, uh, our segment that we've done before. Um, oh, you're talking about deep state of the day? <laughs> deep deep oh. state swamp creature of the day. Brought to you by the last therapist on the right podcast. Sponsored by Nike, because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We're not sponsored by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. But... Uh, yeah, as I've said before, um, for those out there listening, if you would like to uh, 
maybe get a get ahead of our segment and see what swamp creature we may or may not be talking about on the podcast <laughs> you can go to uh breitbart.com click on the entertainment section and it's chock full of uh leftist celebrity swamp creatures so the one that i came across uh before we started recording today is director larry charles uh directed <laughs> borat what? <laughs> <laughs> of all people <laughs> apparently according to him uh trump is an illegally installed president and only white christians are safe oh that is the headline and he went on to say here that he is a criminal illegally installed in the white house uh that innocent children and dissidents are incarcerated indefinitely while armed white supremacist thugs roam the streets with impunity. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Our wait, wait. <laughs> repeat that one more time. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I know. It's just so, it's so out there. Uh, oh, Seinfeld producer also. Awesome. But ain't bam bam, boom boom. Maybe just as it's just a sequel. He's just trying to get some noise for a sequel right now. <laughs> the Seinfeld producer kicked off his tirade by ignoring the 63 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump and stated that a criminal was illegally installed in the White House and proclaiming that innocent children and dissidents are incarcerated indefinitely, while armed white supremacist thugs roam the streets with impunity. Hmm. Obviously, that's obviously what happened in Virginia. It's, it's, it happens in Virginia. I mean, it's happening all in the South. Like, clearly, it's just everywhere. It's in. It's happening in California, Arizona. It doesn't matter where you are. There's just armed Nazis everywhere. <laughs> we are just in a... We're, we're just in a police state that can't be controlled. Yeah, we're just literally walking down the street, finding someone we can uh, just harass and threaten, and uh, you know, uh, yeah, we just make our presence known, and we we flash our guns to them as well. <laughs> it sounds more like it's like Chicago or Detroit or Atlanta that he's talking about, and there's not even, I wouldn't even say Nazis there, you know, because Jesse Smollett finally got. <laughs> <laughs> what he, he finally is going back to court, right, for what he did? Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He, he got indicted on, I think it was like three or four charges. Oh, yeah. After they tried to cover it up, too. Yeah, after they after they <laughs> threw, threw almost tried to th- just throw out the case completely, right? Yeah. Like, it yep. never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there's there's no crime in Chicago, right, Klaus? Like, it's, no, it's no, a great no, city. No, no, no. There's no murder. There's just green grass, nice sky. You know, they have... Very safe neighborhoods. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm. You know, maybe I should just move there. I know it's. It sounds like a lovely place to live. <laughs> Nothing against anyone in Chicago, but that's fucking far from the truth. Um, you probably thought, love this part too. Um, if you're poor, you're in danger. If you're black or brown or Muslim or Jew, you're in danger. Only the white Christians are safe. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. But thankfully, Breitbart is for the people, and they actually care about facts, which most people on the left these days don't. Um, and they go on to say, uh, none, of the, none of the wild accusations are accurate. Uh, Trump wasn't illegally installed. He successfully surpassed the 200, 270 electoral college 
uh, threshold to defeat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. Uh, while his opponents have questioned the legitimacy of his win, the Mueller investigation would span nearly two years, found no evidence of collusion or conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russia. Um, and then his comments, yeah, they're flat out false. Uh, journalists are not cowering in fear, as he asserts. Multiple mainstream media outlets continue to launch partisan attacks on the president and his administration on a nearly daily basis. It remains unclear where armed white supremacist thugs are roaming the streets, but it is possible that the remark is a dig at supporters of the Second Amendment. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Mm. Interesting. And I don't know I'm I don't know if you're aware of this, that Larry Charles mm-hmm. was raised in Trump Village, which was a kind of like an apartment complex, I guess, that was funded by um, I believe Donald Trump's father. Really? Yes. So it's interesting that <laughs> they he hates him so much <laughs> because it seems like it was almost um, like that's where he was located. And he's just like almost like an in like internal hate that's been going on since childhood. Yeah, it, it was called Trump Village. Trump Village. So let's look it up real quick. Wow. Trump Village is a seven building. This is according to Wikipedia, so don't take it for a grain of salt. It's a seven seven building apartment complex in Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York City. Huh. It was built in 1963, 1964 by Fred Trump, the fa- father of Donald Trump. Interesting. Yeah. So. so huh. I'm wondering if that, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but it's possible. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's also a director of Curb Your Enthusiasm, mm. which uh, makes more sense to me. I mean, <laughs> Larry David, Bernie Sanders, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Bernie. Fred. They look very similar. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I don't know. I don't know, Klaus. It's a wacky world we live in. It is wacky. <laughs> I think that concludes our segment on. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what do we even call it these days? This is a, almost like the leftist tweaker of the month award or something. <laughs> we. That's a good one too. I, like that. <laughs> I don't know. Here's Betty Hill, and we're gonna launch in the next segment. <laughs> So I don't know if there was anything else uh, you wanted to get to today. I know we're almost out of time here. Um, I think that's it. I think we were we ha- we have a little bit little bit more time. Um, there, there's nothing in any other news really with gun laws other than that it happens almost on an hourly basis, is from my understanding. Um, I wanted I maybe wanted to get your take on uh how there is almost a i don't know i don't i'm wording this wrong i wanted to get your take on the democratic candidates before i i think before we wrap it up today mm-hmm. the, so all them in general just in general and what's happening and who do you think is gonna win and how that can affect um you know the field of mental health mm-hmm. guns basically this st- i guess just overall but those, for me, those are, I'm particularly interested in your, your ideas about those two areas. 
Well, honestly, as we've talked about a lot, I tumble way down deep the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Way down. Did I say that right? I tumbled down deep. You tumbled down deep down deep, deep, deep down, down the rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Um, so, <clears throat> so my uh, my take, I would say, is a little skewed or biased. Um, I currently, and I've said it to a couple of my buddies, um, I currently think that, like, Patriots, White Hats are in control. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've learned from Q-Team. Um, I tend to think that I perceive this as, like, a controlled demolition of the Democrat Party. Because, mm-hmm. like I've said to you before, I think they're they're doomed at this point. And... I think I think some of it, like they're doing to themselves, because they're so stupid and they don't understand the American people. Um, part of it, I think, is like planned, um, but I do think that um, it's helping people like wake up to how radical and like insane they are. Um, I keep hearing things like like Bernie's gonna win. And I would not be surprised if it was, like, part of the plan in some way to prop up this, like, uber-socialist person to, like, help destroy their party and, like, see how how left they've gone. Because they've gone into, like, communism at this point. And mm-hmm. they're kind of out there saying all that. Um, and what I've seen, too, is, like, people on the left, like, buying into that more and more. Like, the super-left people. Because they're all about free shit and like, <laughs> like getting you know monthly payments or getting free healthcare, like the uni- the whole universal healthcare thing. Like I remember that coming. I think the like, Canada was doing it for a while or does that. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I believe they still do it, but I'm I'm unclear about that to be honest with you. I don't follow Canadian stuff too much. Yeah, but I know they had free healthcare. I know uh, Crowder, Stephen Crowder's talked mm-hmm. about it, and he basically said it just doesn't work. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, and and that's that's exactly it, right? Um, it's like the free stuff, uh, maybe monthly payments, um, helping out immigrants, paying for all their stuff, and it's like uh, I feel bad saying this, but I feel like some some of these. Some of the people on the left are so manipulated into this being a good thing mm-hmm. that they they like truly believe that this is good for people to like bring in bring in as many people as we can to the country, pay, help like pay for them as much as we can, and it's like they can't fathom the corruption that is actually happening and that's occurring and that's like being exposed also, like and so they they think that we're all like conspiracy theorists like making shit up. Mm-hmm. When it's like plain as day that we're not at this point, um, so I could see a lot of people actually buying into Bernie. To be honest, I, and <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. Like, I think Bernie is the strongest competitor out of everyone mm-hmm. that, from what I see right now, for you know Trump because mm-hmm. of the way he can almost real people in to this communistic future and he wants it's basically at this point (laughs) the cold war never ended and this is the this is the beginning or the cold war ended and this is the beginning of a new cold war Mm -hmm. in a sense where 
the infiltration of communism has basically infected America, and yeah. Bernie's the face of it right now. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I think Trump is going to smash whoever the opponent is. I really do believe that. <laughs> well, I just wanted it to be Biden or Elizabeth <laughs> Warren because it'd be fun to watch him just, you know, figuratively use them as punching bags. And yeah. Kind of, especially Joe Biden. Oh man, he's. <laughs> He can't even put together sentences very much, I you know. know. I know. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I've been struggling all day, but it's the fact that, like, he is a public figurehead, and when he's doing speeches, even the most recent speech where he says, Americans can't take on the U.S. government, they need, you know, they need F-16s and Hellfire missiles. Like, okay, so you're going to start letting us buy Hellfire missiles? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> but it's the fact that he can't string together sentences very well. And it's just, yeah. it'd be fun to watch Donald Trump just kind of like dance around him like a matador playing with a bull. <laughs> I know. Well, and, and with all this too, I mean, it's, it's kind of like I was saying before, and I, I'm actually sad for a lot of people because, you know, I think it's helping wake a lot of people up because I've seen... I've actually seen these like street interviews where they're they're asking people questions um, at some of these like Democrat like town halls or whatever, mm-hmm. and even the the primaries that have been going on. And some of these people, they say, "Oh yeah, like I was a Democrat, but I'm voting for Trump," because they like see how crazy they are at this point. And um, and then I'm sad for the people that are still buying into this bullshit. And I'm like, man, like you're really falling for this. Um, I will say this: the only thing that I've liked Bernie Sanders saying is the fact that he wants to wipe out student debt, and that's mm-hmm. a super selfish thing because <laughs> I don't want to pay off my student debts. But I also, you know, going into school, you have to pay. I mean, who's gonna pay it off? That's gonna be everyone else. So like, yeah, selfishly, it's like <laughs> I don't want student debt, but I also believe, you know, and more conservative conservatism or capitalism where I have to pay my own shit off. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's a super selfish thing. I would never yeah. vote for Bernie, but mm-hmm. it's the fact that like I could have my student debt wiped. <laughs> like, but yeah. uh, where's that? Who's paying for it then? Yeah. And exactly. that's one person in, you know, at least I would say at least a million kids go to college or people have, at least a million people have student debt, probably millions. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, I remember hearing that too. And I was like, Oh wow. Like that'd be nice. Oh. But it's at the same time, it's he cre- he plants that idea, but realistically, who's going to pay for that? Yeah. I'm, you know, if if it's going to get wiped, I'm going to end up paying more in taxes to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. And then that's going to be forever. Yeah. Whereas student debt, that's not forever. If It's going to feel like it's forever, but at least I'm paying off my own student debt where, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, and, well, that's the thing. And then I looked into it a little bit, and that's what it was. It was, like, everyone else paying for the other people's student debts, Mm -hmm. which is what, exactly what you said, increased taxes. Yeah. And it's like, so this is what what annoys me now, especially, um, I think, working in, essentially, healthcare at this point, right? Yes. And so with healthcare, like, there's a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of that kind of stuff. And so it's frustrating that like people on the left like they don't realize that um that they're that the left is all about raising taxes and then more government right Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's like a basic thing that we learned when we were in like elementary school and it's like they can't make the connection between 
um, like the bureaucracy and having more government, I feel like they they automatically lump that in with the right. Right, that doesn't make sense because like and like Trump's doing the swamp draining, mm-hmm. so he's getting rid of the government bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? It, it does make sense, and it it to me it's it it goes back into almost like the sixties and seventies when you know it's like sticking it to the man, mm-hmm. but now the man has become a lot. You know, basically the swamp is the man, and sure. the, you know the bureaucracy in itself is the people that want it more federal. Because how I, I how I've always seen it as more more government equals less control for individual rights. Mm-hmm. More individual rights gives the government less power. Mm-hmm. So people on you know who I've always perceived as Democrats usually want more governmental control, mm-hmm. and people who are more conservative or Republican want less governmental control. Sure, and you know to me that's basic government. You know his high school government or high school history and the fact that they don't like you said they don't have basic (laughs) basic uh high school government it's it's the it's insane it's like how do you do you not understand like the fact that if they control everything they control what we do but it's almost like they don't want the control they just like you said they just want free shit at the end of the day yeah i don't want to pay i don't want to play student loans i don't want i don't want to have to pay medical bills i don't want all this shit Mm -hmm. so who's gonna pay for it yeah who's gonna pay you know it's gonna be not even working class it's gonna just be people everyone's gonna pay like i'm gonna be paying for someone else who i've never met their medical bills for them you know possibly going and getting um their pancreas removed you know, just a random thing off the top of my head. Why? Why am I paying for that? Yeah. No, I know. And then, like, and I've talked, you know, I've talked about this thing, the bureaucracy kind of thing with other people that I work with. And, like, I know I know a few in particular that are left-leaning. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really engaged them more. But, like, my thought right now is is they would automatically go to, like, oh, it's Trump's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of my perception of where the left is these days. Like if it's any kind of like governmental, um, hiccup or, you know, delay in, um, something that's like career oriented, Mm -hmm. like they're, they're automatically going to blame him and his administration when he's like doing the total opposite. And yeah, like you said, and we've been talking about, like they don't, it's like basic tenants of high school history. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's hard for me to fathom at this point. <laughs> it's yeah, I don't I don't know how else to put it. it it's like the it sounds really bad, and maybe I'm completely off with this, but it's almost like the people that are in these positions were just like like the ones like fuck school, fuck this, blah 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 blah, and then now they're like, oh, now I have to have ideas. Now I have to figure out how I'm going to do this. No, I don't want to pay for it. No, 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 I'm going to make someone else pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what's next? They're going to propose people paying for each other's cars. <laughs> I like, know. <laughs> I know. It, yeah, it's the goalposts that mm-hmm. are constantly moved. Like, there's no end in sight. <laughs> it's like there. Well, at this point, there is no. To me, there's even no goalposts. There's no goal. Yeah. It's just let's. You know, we have a goalpost on our team. You know, 
that we have to that we have to score on, where theirs is just the entire. I'm picturing a soccer field. You just have to get it to the other end and kick it. You just have to <laughs> kick it through, and then we get a win. You know, that's basically yeah. what the impeachment was. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's just kick it to the other side and see <laughs> yeah. how it ends up. Yeah, I idiots. Know. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah, and I remember I had said something to you before, like. I don't know, a couple weeks before it happened, I was like, he's going to get acquitted. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, he probably <laughs> will. But it's like the fact that it's getting this far. It's like, why is this Why is this even happening? I know. Because now that just divided. I don't want to say it divided Americans even more. But I feel like my perception is it divided people who identify as Democrat even more. It's either you're basically you're with your party now, like you said, or... No, I'm voting for Trump just because of how crazy it's getting. Yeah, because they don't want they won't they don't, don't they don't want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Sure, yeah. you know, or I guess how deep the swamp is. Yeah, I think it's working in his favor, honestly. Like the more the more of this stupid stuff they do. I mean, they're <laughs> already talking about like more like another set of articles of impeachment. And I'm like, do you guys actually think that's a good idea? Like. <laughs> For what? <laughs> they just, they can't handle the fact that he won. You know, he's, as Charlie Sheen would say, he's got Tiger's blood. You know, they can't, they can't handle the fact that. Winning. <laughs> they, I don't know. They, they can't handle the fact that they're not in control and that they had, they don't have power right mm-hmm. now. And they're scared. Like, I think that they're genuinely scared of the change that could come. The change yeah. that will come, I should say. Because yeah. I do think the change will come. Yeah, I think it is coming already. It's I mean, just taking a little it's sweet-ass time. Yeah. <laughs> Sipping um, on some <laughs> sweet tea <laughs> on a porch in Louisiana somewhere yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's got to be difficult for some of those people who are now waking up and realizing that their party has been a sham for a long time. Because um, even, even one of those people that I heard interviewed... He said something like, I was a Democrat, um, I'm not a Trumper, but I'm going to vote for Trump. So it's like, you know, it's um, it's uh, it's a slow process, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen overnight. And uh, I, I'm sure like some of them like don't want to admit that they are a Trumper, like especially out in public, but they're realizing the just the corruption and the lying on the left mm-hmm. and um they're having these like moments of clarity so to speak in a way and it's not easy for them to swallow <laughs> yeah or even admit like on camera to other people i so. i don't i yeah <laughs> it's it's pretty much to the point where <laughs> you're almost with this you're either with communism or you're against it because that's that's how I'm viewing it right now is a lot of the candidates, especially Bernie, and it seems like he will win the Democratic, you know, I guess primary or, you nomination know, or... yeah, nomination. And he's going to basically promote his ideas. And he, this is the man who got kicked out of a commune for not working. <laughs> so he's never worked. It doesn't seem like he's worked a day in his life. And mm-hmm. my tax tax money's going towards him you know (laughs) (laughs) i know and who's uh you know who's 
uh, people that work for him are already planning riots if he loses. So mm. keep that in mind. And uh, Q actually probably it, peaceful, peaceful, peaceful <laughs> riots, right? You know, because yeah. everyone's super peaceful who uh, follows him. Yeah. yeah, they uh, they just dress in all black, have masks on their face, have baseball bats and graffiti, and yeah, be super peaceful. Mm. But. Uh, yeah, uh, Q's had some drops recently, and one of them plays into what we're talking about. The lines have been drawn at this point, and um, for all those out there listening, I encourage you to come on the right side of history. Again, I've been saying this for a little while now, and uh, with all that being said, uh, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes, LTR Pod, uh, Twitter, LTR Pod 55. And we do have a website now. Uh, we've been blogging on there a little bit, uh, ltrpod.com. And, uh, yeah, you know, stay uh, stay frosty, friends. <laughs> stay frosty. <laughs> this but, is uh, uh, Klaus Grobe, and I'm signing out. We'll uh, catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>